This is Crime Wave 55. The lineup returns. Poems on crime. In fact, it's a crime. It's a crime. Here come the drums. C R I M E W A V. You're rolling with the Crime Wave, the internet's first and only podcast devoted to the crime short story. I'm Seth Harwood, your host, the first name in crime podcast fiction, and I'm ready to bring you this week's story. The Crime Wave is produced by mystery dog Aldo Calcano, and it is not safe for your minivans. That means it might contain swearing, violence, and all types of shit. Hi, this is Gerald So from the lineup Homes on Crime, and I'd like to thank Seth for having us back for a second lineup Crime Wave podcast. We'll be reading ten poems from the lineup three. Carrie McGath will be reading her poem, The Crimes of Catcalling. Jackie Sheeler will be reading her poems, Anthony Baez, and Another Hallway Altar in the Projects. And James M. McGowan will be reading his poem, Running for Home. Lineup co-editor Richie Narvaez will be reading Ride Along and Tuesday AM by Sarah Cortez. Community Service by David Hernandez. And Other Conclusions by James Salas. Finally, I will be reading Take Out As We Roll by Henry Chang. Certain Methods by David S. Pointer. And Independence Day 1976 by Wallace Strobey. On behalf of the contributors and co-editors, I hope you enjoy. What's up? That is G. So, Gerald So, here to tell you a little bit about the lineup. We are going to have our second installment here on the crime wave of the lineup's Poems on Crime. I love this concept. Some poets coming out to do crime, noir, poetry, and I think that is exactly where things should be. This is the third edition of the lineup in print that Gerald So and his crew have put together. You can find out more about the lineup at poemsoncrime.blogspot.com, and you can find Gerald at geraldso.blogspot.com. He's all over the place, editor of the lineup. He's on Crime Spree Cinema, involved with the Thrilling Detective website. There's a lot going on with Gerald. I was pumped last year when I got to read in New York City, and Gerald... Richie Narvaez and a couple of other lineup poets came out to my show, my reading at the Mysterious Bookshop down there in Otto Penzler territory. It was great to meet those guys. I love them to death and I am happy to bring back the lineup, Poems on Crime. I'm going to introduce these poems as they go along and I'll be back at the end to tell you where you can get your copy of the lineup in print it's on Amazon.com and Lulu.com, Murder by the Book in Houston, Once Upon a Crime, and my friends at the Mysterious Bookshop. Tell them that Seth sent you if you go in there and ask for Ian. All right, so what we're going to do is get into these poems. I'm going to hit them off, and then I'll be back at the end to tell you a little bit more news about Young Junius, the other authors that you have in the lineup, and all kinds of good stuff. Check the show notes for where you can get your copy of the lineup, and let's roll into some of these poems, man. Carrie McGath reads The Crimes of Catcalling. The Crimes of Catcalling. It's a crime, men having the time of their lives, cutting me down to the humidity of my panties. 
How am I supposed to handle this disaster? I fantasize about beating them within inches of life while I help a man with no legs into my building. There is already too much crime. Their crime, my crime. So a slow reply of not on your life will have to do. Coming out in a struggle for my lips. It is steadfastly two o'clock. An afternoon in a city making me consider my life as a crime wave. The legless man thanks me with a smile that is both sweet and angry. He and I existing in the elevator together. Everything in these weeks is testing my will. My will to live, to live and let live. To go on like this, living with their catcall crime on my breasts. Floating on my humidity and solid perfume. Wavering a bit, then murdering my spirit. Cat-calling wannabe somethings, alpha males, thinking their biblical characters rimming their neighborhoods like crime dust, filth, time. They really have nothing else. This is Jackie Sheeler reading Anthony Baez and Another Hallway Altar in the Projects. Anthony Baez died in police custody in 1994 after his football accidentally hit a squad car. He was 29 years old. The poem is entitled Anthony Baez, and it's written in the voice of NYPD officer Lavodi. So I squeezed his neck and learned it in academy. I didn't squeeze too hard, only hard enough. We had a riot situation in the street. I had to gauge one down or a neighborhood in flames. I'm a cop, not a psychic. I was trained in lists, manuals, protocols. I did what I was taught to do. A thing I never knew to do before academy. Too tight, too long. Adrenaline does interesting things to the mind. When you were afraid, very afraid, did you go on automatic? Or did you stop? Calmly. Motionless. To think. Another hallway altar in the project. One haggard afternoon lifted its funeral skirts, tucked the grade school girl underneath. Now you see her. Now you don't. Blood. In the hallway, again. Custodian, bring out the homicide mop. One minute of thrusting, one busted windpipe, one pale thimble full of crackhead semen he needed to squeeze his dick into her so bad. Project shrines blossom overnight. Photographs and cheap dolls. Flicker of votives over stained tiles. A bloody mop. Beside the slop sink, the perfume of ammonia in the air. Running for Home by James M. McGowan Running for Home, the streets give us up, steel toe-capped boots bruise us, flare us, black and blue us. On the cool, slick macadam, they lay us down as close as lovers. They fiercely caress us with knuckles, boots, and elbows. Kiss us with their headbutts, left hooks, kick us to jays us, feck us up, fuck us up. Balletic, pugilistic kings, 
Her skinny girlfriends watches reverent smoking in the foggy lamplight. Doc Martin boots laced high. They are fine-tuned to the elements of style streetwise. They eye us with disdain, waiting for their boys to finish us. Richie Narvaez, reading poems by Sarah Cortez, David Hernandez, and James Salas. Ride Along by Sarah Cortez for Sergeant B.D. Soboleski. Another cop tells me about the female doing the ride-along when Sobo got killed. Him lying there bleeding bad, her not knowing to push the radio button down when you talk. That kid didn't shoot her, even though he knew she saw the whole thing. He stared at her hard through the windshield, holding his gun, deciding... She didn't even know the name of the street or the hundred block to tell dispatch. So once the kid ran, she crawled out the shop to Sobo, turned him over, held his hand, recited the Our Father with him while he died. This other cop says he heard she moved out of Houston, went up east, came back to testify against the kid had a nervous breakdown. My ride-alongs, I show them the radio button. Me, I want an ambulance. Tuesday AM by Sarah Cortez. We almost took that call, but before we keyed up, Jerry jumped on it. 911. Hang up. No big deal. Everyone, including him, is thinking. But when he arrives, hysterical white female screams something about husband shot himself. Husband shot himself, and sure enough, in the back bedroom, the son of bitch is dead from bullet to head. Jerry peels female off carpet, calls for EMS, the ME, and the Sarge. Female is dead guy's wife. Says husband was depressed over losing job and didn't go to job interview just yesterday. So she got pissed and exited house, articulating that she'd spend night with black male friend. When she returns around 0920 hours, hubby has dispatched himself out of his misery. One piece of brain hanging from his nose like a shrimp. Gun still in hand. A little excitement for all of us. Working what's generally a dead shift. Community Service by David Hernandez. This was his job, erasing blemishes left on the floor of the airport. By soles, boot heels, the little black wheels of luggage. They gave him a pole. At the end of the pole, a tennis ball mummified in a sock. He pushed and dragged, pushed and dragged a paddleless oar. He slid across the white marble around the escalator. No sooner had he wiped off a charcoal scuff than another was kicked to the floor. 
then another, crow feathers dropping on a frozen lake. Whatever crime was done, whatever mark on his record, this was the penalty. Clean what will never be clean, while suited men in polished shoes rush to their gates and soar. Other Conclusions by James Salas It was always endings he loved, nudging blindly toward them as into a pillow, the way they'd come spilling up over the prow, as surprised as he was. Last lines of old books, bittersweet ends of brief affairs, memory lingering as twilight blushed into evening learning to close doors on rooms of his life he'd not be coming back to. Only endings allowed things to stay as they were, as they had been. Otherwise, it was all just change. Glimmers of light, faces at the window, whispers of good intention. From his own porch in ambiguous morning, he watches security guards prowl the house next door, where an alarm had gone off, goes off still, and there is no answer. Gerald So, reading poems by Henry Chang, David S. Pointer, and Wallace Strobe. Takeout As We Roll by Henry Chang Deliver us from evil, O great Buddha, as we roll on the rickety bikes of our long march, rear carriers laden with comfort food for the projects. Will this be a decent trip, or the jagged tip of a blade in the ribs? Slash of razor across the face? Gunshot? Low blow? Saturday night special? As we roll in the wake for the sake of the Guaylao dollars. Feeding hungry mouths in Guangzhou. What makes them think, bro, that Chinese lives are worth less than theirs, yo? With a kowtow to year of the dog. Certain Methods by David S. Pointer Marine Corps Recruit Depot, San Diego, summer 1980 I'm training for war with Iran, but now I'm cleaning the base with a boy from Casual Company, about to be extra early discharged. When they shaved his head for the boot camp haircut, they discovered part of his skull and scalp had run away from home after his dad shotgunned him. He shared the near-death day where his dad's ghost finger got around the trigger. Then the Marine Corps recruiter got around the medical team at military processing. Independence Day, 1976 By Wallace Strobe For Jim Carroll The fireworks over the Hudson light up the graffiti here on East 13th. We huddle in the doorway, watching, nodding, waking. You looked like Kansas when you got off that bus. I could see the fields in your eyes, smell the wind in your hair. You were so brave and lost. When I took your hand, you said, there was nowhere you wouldn't go, except home. On my mattress on the floor, windows open to the heat. With the sirens our lullaby, your trembling fingers touch the vein that ran from my heart. 
I showed you how to do it, to take the slow bullet like warm love inside you, sweet steel and a smile, and the sirens fade. Into this wilderness of tears you came falling like an angel. Now we go down dreaming together. That is the lineup. Poems on crime. In addition to the poems you heard today, the lineup three includes verse by Patricia Abbott, Reed Farrell Coleman, James W. Hall. 30 poems in all by 19 poets. Edited by Gerald So, Sarah Cortez, Richie Narvaez, and Anthony Rainwan. It's available for $7 from lulu.com, amazon.com, and at Murder by the Book in Houston, Once Upon a Crime in Minneapolis, and The Mysterious Bookshop in New York. The same places stock the lineup one and two for less than $7. I really take my hat off to Gerald and those guys for getting this episode together. It takes a lot of work for them to read these poems, get me the files, and bring together all of the information. I really appreciate the work that they're doing in the lineup. This is their third edition. It's got a lot of poets in it, and I hope that you will take the time to buy one online. I will have notes in the show. I will have links in the show notes for where you can get that at Amazon, and I hope you'll go get it. I'm a big fan of what these guys are doing, and I think we all should should be supporting this effort. It's interesting to see the poems on crime and the literary move here in crime fiction. I was at the AWP conference in Denver last week, and I was on a panel with Anthony Neal Smith, Brian Evanson, Todd Goldberg, Stephen Graham Jones, and Mark Haskell Smith. It was great to hear their ideas and take questions from the crowd about how crime fiction fits in with the literary movement, particularly in the academy, in the colleges and MFA programs here in the U.S., I know that a lot of what happens at AWP is divided by poetry and fiction, so it's great to see crime represented in both of those genres. Maybe I'll take the time to write a poem for next year's lineup, and if I'm lucky, Gerald and the others will accept it. Young Junius is coming out. We're doing the special edition on May 5th. Me and Tyrus Books, Tyrus Books and myself... We're launching it at sethharwood.com slash junius. I hope you'll go over there now to find out what you can do to help spread the word between now and May 5th. You can pick up Twitter avatars, Facebook pictures, and start to post links to your friends. I hope you'll come out and support myself, Young Junius, Tyrus Books, The Lineup, all of what these crime writers are doing and through Crime Wave bringing to you for free. We love it, we're happy that you're listening, and we hope that we can continue to do this. So for that, we ask you to help support. Be well, take care, and you know what? Stay criminal.
What's up, listeners? This is your boy, Seth Harwood, the author and podcaster of Jack Wakes Up and A Long Way from Disney. Here to let you know, Young Junius is coming soon to print. This book brings you the story of Junius Pons as a teenager growing up on the cold streets of Boston and fighting to avenge the death of his brother. But first, he has to find out who did it. The book will be out in October, but this spring, right around the corner, on May 5th, a beautiful special edition is coming to pre-order at SethHarwood.com. This will be a collector's item you definitely want to pick up. So check out SethHarwood.com slash Junius right now and find out how you can help spread the word. Then I'll see you May 5th, Cinco de Junius, with all the other Palms Daddies and Palms Mamas to pre-order their books at SethHarwood.com. Stay criminal. In fact, it's a crime. It's a crime. Thank you for listening to The Crime Wave. I'm your host, Seth Harwood. I hope you'll check out the rest of the stories here on Crime Wave and tell your friends about it. It's the C-R-I-M-E-W-A-V. Help pass the word. Register at our site so that you can participate in the forums and add comments to the episodes. You can email us with questions or comments at info at crimewave.com. Aldo, the mystery dog, and I will get your email, and we'll get back to you right quick. You can also call the K7 line, 206-350-4998, to leave comments or feedback. And if you leave a great message, we'll even play it at the end of a show. So drop a line, hop on the website, visit often, spread the word, and thank you for stopping by the Crime Wave. Get trusted! Get trusted!